0: This is Glenn Hughes, the voice of rock. Hey everybody, this is Pat Torpey from Mr. Big. And
1: you're listening to Music Mania. welcome to our show.
0: I want you to want me, the dream police. Your mama's alright, your is alright, but just
1: seem a little bit weak. In the words of AC/DC, we roll tonight to the guitar bite. And for those about to rock, I salute you. You are now listening to the Music Mania Podcast, brought to you by CD Warehouse in Gladstone, the number one hard rock podcast in the Midwest featuring hard-hitting interviews with Rock's living legends.
0: And now,
2: here is your host, Clint Schweitzer. The endless summer of 2019 continues right here on the Music Mania Podcast, and it certainly continues for me. I am actually just getting off the road. Once again, I've been uh, up to Detroit, uh, take a little road trip up there for Brian Adams and Billy Idol. Of course, we had Steve Stevens from Billy Idol's band, on the show uh, just a couple weeks ago uh, also with Phil Collin from Def Leppard so what a great show that was and uh, you know it was awesome just to be able to catch up with him again and to see them live I mean I saw Billy Idol last uh, September I believe back in Kansas City but to go you know take one kind of final road trip for the summer and it's what I do I'm always out there always hitting shows and I'm so you know blessed to be able to do that I mean it's what a life definitely no complaints about it uh, and Brian Adams and Billy Idol sharing the stage, Brian Adams, of course, kind of headlining the show, going on last. Just You talk about hit after hit. It just is a perfect pair, and they've only done seven or eight shows together in the U.S., but, man, I hope it continues. I hope they do this on a full-fledged tour next summer. It just fits. Brian Adams and Billy Idol. Uh, it was awesome to go up there. Made a trip out of it. Uh, of course, as a, as a sports nut, you know, driving from Missouri, I had to stop by uh, Notre Dame and check out that because I'm a huge college football fan, so I've been to Notre Dame before but I had to crash the stadium, and also Ann Arbor, my first time at Ann, Ar- um, Ann Arbor, Michigan, checking out the big house, the biggest stadium of college football, 107,000 capacity. So it was a perfect for me as a sports fan, as a music fan, uh, as someone that loves hitting the road. It's been quite the summer. It's been an endless journey, and it's kind of time to start uh, winding it down a little bit as we slowly bid farewell to summer 2019, but that doesn't mean we are bidding farewell to the Music Mania podcast and the great, uh, episodes we have coming up for you because this week we're going to be joined once again by Foreigner bassist Jeff Pilson. Going to talk about their upcoming tour. They're going to be at the Missouri State Fair August 16th. They're going to be there with Night Ranger. Not only that, but it's another show too big for just one guest. As we will also be welcoming Jack Blades from Night Ranger to the show. They will be joining Foreigner on August 16th at the Missouri State Fair. So it's going to be a double shot. Huge treat for the fans that are going to be attending that show and huge treat for us to be able to bring Jack Blades onto the show. We had Brad Gillis on a couple years ago, and uh, now Jack Blades is going to be joining us in our second half of the podcast. So another loaded show for us this week. That's the way we like to do it here on the Music Mania podcast. What a show that's going to be. Very excited to hit them up. Foreigner, they're just one of those bands that have rebuilt themselves. They've rebuilt their image. They've rebuilt their brand to the point where they're now headlining shows. In America and uh, kind of everywhere they go. This is amazing. I remember them being third on the bill with Sticks and Def Leppard back in 2007. Now here they are headlining their own shows again. Kelly Hansen's a beast on vocals. You've got Jeff Pilson in there. You know, we're going to talk to him a little bit about Dawkin, about Mick Brown, and about his side project, The End Machine, featuring Robert Mason from Warrant. Uh, their debut album came out back in March. Gonna talk to him about that. Uh, working with George Lynch, of course, on that album as well. So Jeff Pilsen, he's our oldest friend. This goes back to 2013. The first time I ever went backstage to do an interview was with Foreigner, was with Jeff Pilsen backstage at the Missouri State Fair. So it all kind of comes full circle here on August 16th as uh, Trape's back over there to see Foreigner. Can't wait to do that. We're going to be talking with Jeff Pilsen about a myriad of topics as we do every year. I think this is a Jeff's Uh, fifth or sixth time on the show. He's our oldest friend. Can't thank him enough for continued support. It means the world. Without people like him, without the Mike Tramps of the world, without J.J. French from Twisted Sister, so many that I could name, Wednesday 13, uh, dating back to the early days, Tom Kiefer, we wouldn't be here doing this. We wouldn't be 145 or 50 episodes into this podcast, bringing you new interviews each week. It's a true pleasure. It's what I love doing. And uh, it's where the passion lies for me. I don't like to come on here and give my own personal opinions on top 10 drummers, top 10 guitarists. I'll tell you about the concerts I go to, and I'll send you to our website, musicmaniapodcast.com, if you want more information or read my show reviews, which are always there. And again, we always appreciate you hitting that subscribe button on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music or Spotify, any way you choose to take in the show. We always appreciate you leaving a star rating and some feedback. And before we get to our interview with Jeff Pilson, got to tell you about our sponsor, CD Warehouse in Gladstone, Missouri. Guys, for over 22 years, a staple of the Northland, they buy, sell, and trade CDs, DVDs, vinyl, and more. Do not let the vibe of the old-school record stores go by the wayside. Give them a visit off Antioch Road in the Northland today. Guys, CD Warehouse, 22 years, a staple of the Northland. Stop by... Let them know Music Mania sent you, and there will be a discount, or it's on us. Louder Than Life, America's premier three-day rock festival, comes to Louisville's Highly Festival grounds at the KY Expo Center, September 27th through 29th, starring Guns N' Roses, Slipknot, Disturb, Rob Zombie, Godsmack, Marilyn Manson, Breaking Benjamin, Chevelle, Hailstorm, and many more. Single day and weekend passes are available now at LouderThanLifeFestival.com. Experience it
1: live.
2: Jeff, I tell you, yeah. this, this wouldn't be a summer. This wouldn't, you know, it just wouldn't be right without a Jeff Pilson interview here on the Music Media Podcast. I think this is our sixth one in a row. You're our most tenured guest. You have just overtaken, I believe, Mike Tramp. So congratulations. You guys battle it out each
0: year. So <laughs> All right, well, Mike's, Mike's a nice guy. I wouldn't
2: want to do that, so. <laughs> Well, <laughs> so thank you. It also wouldn't be a summer without a, a Foreigner, you know, summer tour here, and you guys, uh, you know, hopefully uh, taking some time off and, uh, you know, getting the getting everything uh, set up for this tour that's going to oh. s- start here in August. Foreigner has been out here for these last few years. You guys have been headlining shows. You're back out here, and you're going to be here in, uh, in Missouri again on August uh, 16th at the State Fair. Another foreigner tour. Here we go, Jeff. I know that these just keep getting bigger and the excitement just yeah. keeps building. What's it been like for you, man? This has just got to be really exciting.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, it's it, it just never stops. I mean, you know, when you... I mean, who would have thought that this, you know, 15 years later, here we are still touring and doing well and people are loving it. And I mean, it's just kind of an ideal situation. So nobody's taking anything for granted here. We're all... We're all very, very happy that things are going as well as they are, and um, we're just, uh, like I say we're just hoping for things to continue. and And um, the, the, the shows are getting better and better. The band is at its tightest point ever. So, wow, what could ever go wrong? Yeah,
2: I've seen you guys on on all these tours, all these summers, and uh, it's funny because it kind of started back uh, in in uh, around 2007. I mean, here. Foreigner was at that time third on the bill with Def Leppard and Sticks. Here you guys are now in 2019. You're headlining big venues. It's almost like you guys had to rebuild the brand that is Foreigner, and that just shows the the musicianship. It shows what the shows have been like. It says a lot about you guys that you've been able to rise, almost bring Foreigner back to this level to where you are now because you guys are experiencing a peak right here. It's unbelievable.
0: Well, yeah, we kind of did the impossible, and that's great. And, you know, listen, a lot of it is due to the fact that these, you know, foreigner songs and its legacy are so powerful and strong with so many people. Those are amazing recordings. I mean, everything about the band was really quality. except the name. The name Foreigner is not the best name in the world. But, but uh, the songs have always been there. The music's always been there. And now the live band has been there for 15 years cranking it out. And, yeah, it's, it's very rewarding to feel the progress that we've made and to see the tangible results. But, man, who would have thought? And it's, it's a great thing.
2: Well, I know you, it keeps you busy and that you guys are, uh, you know, a, a lot of requests, a lot of shows, a lot of tours. You guys got a lot of things coming up. But uh, here in Missouri, you guys are going to be playing with Night Ranger, a band I know you guys go back with. And I know that you know those guys really well. Uh, I think you're going to do oh, a, couple shows, long, yeah. uh, a couple shows on this tour with Night Ranger. So it'll be cool to get out there with them, I'm sure.
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely. They're great guys. They've always been friends. Um, and they're a great band. I mean, it's, it's a phenomenal Double Bill when those guys are with us because they have so many great songs they're they're a great band live I mean they really really are they just kick butt and they sound great and um you know they have not missed a beat so um Really looking forward to the show. I know people are going to be freaking out because it's it's a lot of great music.
2: Well, we just feel lucky here in, uh at the Missouri State Fair that we're going to be one of the shows that that uh, hosts both bands. So that's going to be exciting coming up, August sixteenth here. But uh, the fun doesn't stop here this summer for you guys, Jeff. You guys are going to be doing um, a couple uh, Vegas residencies coming up here. I believe in January and April. Um, talk about that because this is kind of a thing that bands are are starting to do You know, uh, we just talked to Steve Stevens right. from Billy Idol's band. They're getting ready to do one Just talked to Phil Cullen from Def Leppard. They're getting ready to do one in August Ta- yep, talk yep. about this and what uh, how this kind of came about and how big this is for you guys
0: Well, you know, we've been working on it for years and it never really made sense until this year So uh, we're very very much looking forward to trying it out you know, the, the thing about a residency is that it is a little we- less wear and tear on the van because yeah. you don't have to travel between shows. So we, that's, that's great. Um, the other thing, too, is you get a certain amount of people that really wouldn't normally see you, but because they're in Vegas and they're you know they going out to have fun, and they're thinking, oh, they're a foreigner. I know that name. they yeah, great song, blah, 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 blah. You get a different kind of per- person coming to the show. So it exposes us to a wider audience, which is always a good thing. Um, And I think it makes for just a
2: really great show. It's going to be at the Venetian. It's going to be awesome. I mean, I just think this stuff is great. As someone like me that flies out to Vegas, you know, four or five times a year just for whatever's going on. I mean, this is a dream come true for me. I love the fact that a band just gets to hang out and the people come to them. It's going to be great for you yeah. guys. That's really cool. But yeah, the band's kind of like that, too. <laughs> don't have to move the gear. I'm sure your crew is also a fan. You don't have to move, move the gear from city to city and overnight bus rides. I mean, your guys' lives are so predicated on hotel rooms and, you know, room service and, and yeah. restaurants. And yeah.
0: This is just well, is a lot to be doing room service, restaurants, and... and uh... And hotels, but but that's okay. Right. <laughs> um, you know, just not having to move back and forth between cities is a great
2: thing. It's going to be awesome, Jeff. You know, this hasn't been the only thing for you this year because uh, a lot of buzz and a lot of uh, you know positive hype for uh, your band, The End Machine. Um yeah. The debut album came yeah. out in March. It's it's phenomenal. The other players on this thing, of course, um, amazing man. It's, just, it's well,
0: thank you. Yeah, very very proud of that. Um, really really strong reaction to that record we even went out and did some shows uh it was phenomenal and it really gave us a positive outlook um very very exciting to have something like that come out and you know get such a wonderful acceptance um very very grateful for that and it was just what a wonderful time
2: well dare i say you know this is seems to be more than just your casual "Quote unquote side project." You guys made some videos for this album. Um, it had a, it was tremendously produced, and um, obviously, I know you know something about about that side of things. But th- this seems to be more. You guys played some shows together. Kind of what's? Do you guys have plans kind of going forward into to nineteen and twenty? What's what's yeah, next for you? Sure. guys? Sure. I
0: mean, listen. I mean, that that was the idea. That's one of the reasons we wanted to do. We wanted to show to people that we we have the real band in Listen, we all have our day jobs. <laughs> we all have we have to do that it requires a lot of our time but you know M machine you know is a, it took a lot of work but it's a labor of love and we had a great time doing it so um yeah definitely have some plans to do more with that in the future can't tell you when but yeah, at some point for sure
2: well, what does it say about uh, the collaboration between uh, you and George Lynch? And we had George on the show just uh, a couple months ago, as Lynch Mob was out uh, out on tour this summer. But what does it say about you guys? I mean, you guys have done this a long time, very prolifically. What does it kind of say? What is what happens whenever you guys get together? Well, is it just kind of a magical well, thing?
0: We- we call each other our musical soulmates because we really do. I mean, we we actually just just I just saw him a couple of days when we wrote another tune because uh, he and I had done a record in two thousand three called uh, it was with the project title was LT Lynch yeah. Wilson and um, and the record was called Wicked Underground. Well, that record has now since you know it, it's fallen back for ownership, so we're going to re-release it again through Caroline Records. And we wanted to put a bonus track on it, so we wrote a bonus track that, we, that uh, I'm actually going to be kind of finishing up today, and uh, that'll be coming out probably early next year, I'm guessing, awesome. uh, but that, that's going to be really cool, and once again, it's George and I collaborating and just having fun and doing what we do and, and uh, coming up with some great stuff. It's a really great song. The bonus track really came out great. Oh, can't wait for
2: that. I mean, and you bring in... You bring in the guy like Robert Mason to the fold that, uh, of course, ever you know George has history lit with. He was uh, part of the second Lynch Mob album, and now here he is on this. And he is—it's funny, you know. I think about the—you the, know—the fact that you are working with Kelly Hansen and Foreigner, and then you get Robert Mason here in this. I mean, you're, those are two just phenomenal singers, and they both have such range and so many things they could do. Yeah. That's got to make it easy as a musician when you got got singers yeah. like
0: that. I've been spoiled with some of this I mean i worked with Ronnie James Dio I mean, And plus I have another project coming out early next year That's It's done recording but it's being mixed right now And that's with Red Beach from Whitesnake yep. Robin McCauley from MSG And uh, he does Raiding Rock Balls And he's been out with Shanker on the Shanker Fest lately uh, And Matt Starr the drummer from uh, Ace Freely and Mr. Big So we've, uh, we've got a project coming out early next year That came out phenomenal Songs are great Robin is singing like a bird it's really great. So, um, yeah, I have been very spoiled with the singers that I get to work with. Well, you're no right.
2: About, absolutely. I actually just saw um, Schenkerfest here here in the States. And I, Robin McCauley is absolutely one of my favorite singers of all time. I mean, I think he's underrated. His work with Macaulay. He is tremendously yeah. underrated,
0: which is why I'm excited for this record. I want people to hear right. it because his writing is great, too. And you hear, I mean, the songs and the singing on this as well as Revs playing, are just out of this world. It's really, really strong. So excited for that to come out early next year.
2: Well, Jeff, how, how important is it for you to be able to kind of flex this creative muscle outside of Foreigner? I mean, Foreigner's kind of the mothership. I mean, uh, big tours, big things for you guys, but to be able to flex your creative muscle and, and, and do these other projects and to really exert yourself musically, how is important, how, for, as an artist, how important is that for you?
0: Uh, incredibly. Yeah. It's incredibly important because it really is, uh, it's the lifeblood. It's what, you know, I mean, I, I do I do these other projects because I love music and I love making music. So um, and that's the thing you do it. So uh, I love it and it's very, very important for me. Um, and I'm not going to stop. So there you go.
2: <laughs> well, absolutely not. You know, I know, you know, that, uh, you know, Wild McBrown Brown was a part of, uh, of the End Machine um, yes, he was. Certainly not asking you to to, to, to speak for Mick, but it, it, is, it seems like kind of a time where Mick's maybe just thinking about stepping away and he's done it all. It's hard. Yeah, as, he, as a drummer, has, it's physically. He
0: hasn't yeah. has recently retired. I mean, I don't know. It may not be forever, but he's definitely, uh, you know, he's, he's had some pain issues, and, and you know, I think he just needs a break. He's been doing it for a long, long time, um, and uh, I think he needed a break. So, um you know, I just saw Mick a few weeks ago and he's, he's looking, at, he, he, he's fantastic. I mean, he's, he looks more relaxed than he's been in a long time. So I think it's going to be to take a nice break. For, you No, know, he says he's fine with it forever, but we'll see. Um, he is also an amazingly talented musician and drummer. So, uh, you never know, but, um, but yeah, he's, he, it's time for him to enjoy life a little
2: bit. Much deserved. My goodness. Uh, the yes, guy hits hard. he's been a part of some great stuff. I mean, Jeff, the things that you've done over the years, uh, of course, I mean Doc and all, all the things you've done with Ronnie James Dio, such a huge fan of all of it, Jeff. And we're just looking forward to seeing you here on uh, August 16th at the Missouri State Fair a venue You guys have played before, and we look forward to saying hi again uh, coming up here, man. We can't thank you enough for joining us. And on a personal note, thank you for literally being the first guest we ever had on this show, and here we are six years later, and um, it wouldn't be where it <laughs> is without you. And I'm not, and I mean that. Well,
0: well, thank you. That's very kind of you, and it's a pleasure, and it's always a pleasure. So, we'll do this I'm sure and you take care of yourself and it's great to hear from you again
2: awesome Jeff thanks See you soon man huge thanks to Jeff Pilson for joining us can't thank him enough for all he's done for the show uh, being on as many times as he has and uh, always being willing to talk to us um, and now without further ado we've got to switch gears to our next guest uh, they will be joining Foreigner on stage at the Missouri State Fair August 16th uh, it is Mr. Jack Blades from Night Ranger Jack welcome to the show my friend how is everything going?
1: yeah it's been a lot of a lot of great shows a lot of big shows and looks like the rest of the, the from now on it's even more more big shows and more games and more playing and everything. So it's a very busy year
2: for us this year. Well, we got you coming in here to the Missouri State Fair here um, on uh, August 16th. You're going to be here with Foreigner. I know you just played a couple of shows with REO Speedwagon and you're going to do some more some with uh, Foreigner as well. So it must be good to get out there with those guys. I know the uh, REO Speedwagon shows were awesome. And coming out here with Foreigner here at the Missouri State Fair, it's going to be awesome to have you guys here. And uh, I know you go way back with some of those guys and they're at the top of their game right now too. So it's going to be a great treat for the fans here Missouri
1: yeah you know it's 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 fun at this um at at this point when you're when you're playing with with um bands and guys that you have known and been playing with for the last something years you know I mean everybody knows everybody else and it's it's just it's just so much fun to be able to to be with friends and everything like that I mean Kevin Cronin from Mario and I was just talking about that we'd rather you know we'd rather be with friends than anything else at this stage of the game
2: yeah, no question about it. Yeah, you get up there and it's like, hey, you've been around, you've played with a lot of people, you've had a lot of, you know, a lot of bandmates over the years. And it's like when you get get to this point, it's like, you you know, being around people that, that you enjoy being around and you enjoy playing with has to be important. I mean, that's that's an important part of the deal, man. You've earned that right at this stage of the career, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: And especially, especially bands like Foreigner and, um, and us, you know, on sticks. Because all of us just, you know, when we get out there, we put, you know, we give 110%. None of these bands have slowed down. None of us have slowed down one, you know, one bit, which is pretty amazing after, you know, after so many years of being in the business and everything like that. But we still, you know what it is? It's the love of music. It's the love of playing in front of an audience. It's the love of rock and roll. And I think that keeps us all going. I mean, look at the Rolling Stones, man. I'm trying to figure out which show I can go to.
2: I know. The, the, I think the last one's in Miami coming up, trying to figure out a way to get down there for that myself. So, um, yeah, absolutely. And I think that's a testament to the music and a testament to the times and the, the work that you guys have put in. Over 17 million albums sold worldwide. And uh, you guys have some other big shows coming up here. Um, this year, because you're going to be heading to Japan um, in October, and you've you're doing your uh, double album concerts in Japan. Um, that's October seventh, eighth, and tenth, Tokyo and Osaka. That's going to be exciting. I mean, have you guys been? You guys have? Have you ever even been to Japan before? Headlining like this? This is this is a, this is going to oh, be crazy. Yeah.
1: We, we've been to Japan. I, I think I've personally between them Yankees and Night Ranger, I've been to Japan about. I've been on tour there probably 16, 17 times. I mean, we have played. Of, so night rangers started out in 1983 going to japan and it's just you know we've done really really well ever since and in fact all these shows as, as you mentioned we're doing our first two albums the dawn patrol album and the midnight madness album the first two night ranger records in their entirety start to finish exactly like they're on the record and these shows the shows in tokyo and osaka all sold out we had to add a, add another show so it's um you know it, it, it's really fun you know and looking forward to it we're really excited about it and, and we're just you know we're just we just enjoy playing right now, and we're so thankful that that so many people are coming out to the Night Ranger shows. You know, it's almost like so many of our songs have ended up being in like the connect the collective consciousness of the of the nation. Whether it be you know you can still rock in America, Sister Christian, Don't Tell Me You Love Me, When You Close Your Eyes, Goodbye, it's on a Metal Street. You know what I mean? It's it's you know it it's all all the, all those songs. It's so gratifying to know that you know when you're sitting in your bedroom writing a tune that know, thirty-something years later, you know, people will still can still relate to it, still enjoy hearing it, and everything like that. I think that's a that's a real that's a real wonderful thing. We feel very blessed.
2: Well, you guys are blessed certainly to have celebrated last year uh, was your 35th anniversary uh, from uh, at least from the the debut album there, and you talk about that because. The kind of dynamic between you and Brad and Kelly and kind of what that's meant to you guys uh, throughout these years to be able to continue to do this. We talked about, you know, being around people that, you know, that are positive and that you love playing with. What's that dynamic been like now for for 30, uh, 35 plus years, man? It's incredible.
1: Yeah, well, actually, um, uh, Brad, Brad and I started out playing together back in 1977 with the Rubicon, which was a San Francisco funk rock band. Um, started by uh, the sax player from slime the family student. We had two albums out and, and Kelly at the end of the of the end of Rubicon's career, Kelly Keggy was the touring drummer. So that's how the three of us got together back in basically nineteen seventy nine with Kelly involved and um and we've been together ever, you know, ever since playing and and rocking and rolling and, and you know what it's just like family. I mean it's just like, you know, you've been around, you've grown up together, you've seen world together, you've experienced life together, you've experienced you know sadness. You've experienced the the highs of you know wonderful things. You've experienced the lows together. You've experienced all those kind of things, and that's something that um, you know sometimes you just can't put it in words. It's you know, I can't imagine sitting playing on stage without looking to my left and seeing Brad Gillis, and right beyond him a little bit farther Kelly Keigie and I and it's it's just it's just so reassuring. to me, and it's so fun, and right now it's just fun. We're just having fun. At it. And you know what? At the end of the day, it's only rock and roll,
2: baby. (laughs) Well, I tell you what, speaking of fun, I don't know that you can ever quite quantify or put uh, proper hyperbole to the fun that's going to happen September 29th. Um, at Huntington Beach on the uh, the Sammy Hagar's High Tide Beach Party and Car Show, this has got to be the coolest event that I've uh, that I've ever seen. And it's uh, the inaugural one took place last year. You guys are going to be a part of it this year, playing I believe on the Sunday on the 29th. Talk about how you kind of got involved with that. I know you guys did a few shows with Sammy during uh, the Circle Tour here this Spring, uh, and this thing's going to be amazing here on Huntington Beach, right there on the beach. It's going to be great.
1: Well, yeah, we did a we did a, like a month a month worth of shows shows with Sam um, in in May and June of this past year, and, and well, look, we've known Sam. I, you know, we've known Sammy forever. I mean, he our first our first tour was with Sammy Hagar um, when we released our first album, 1983 uh, of the uh, Dawn Patrol tour. Basically, he was doing his three log box tour, and he put us on. Sam, Sam has put Night, he put Night Ranger before we got a record deal. We did a Take It to the People tour. You know, what I mean, in the Bay Area and all over California. I mean. We've known Sammy for so long that it's just, I mean, it's just a blast. And, and look, man, we have so much fun with them. And the, the, those boys are drinkers, man. Them boys <laughs> know how to drink. I'm you. I'm telling you, after that May-June tour, you know, we had a to go into rehab. At, you know, I mean, it was those guys, Michael, you know, Mike, Mike Anthony and um, and Sammy, and the, they, those boys know how to pass away, man. And and it doesn't help the fact that Sam owns about five different liquor companies, and and all, all everything's backstage there from his Santos, which is a Mextilla, to his uh, to his um, Sammy's Bay Rum, and I mean it's just it's something else. We just look, man. I had so much fun. Shoot, I still wear my Mad Anthony T-shirt. Um, um, Mike Mike Anthony gave me one of his T-shirts for his, of his hot sauce company, so it's it's great. I mean, we love those guys. We're looking forward to the to the to the September 29th show. It's going to be great because it's. It's just a few days before we fly out to Japan, so it's
2: going to be fun. Oh, that's going to be great. Now you know the secret to uh, you know playing and looking as good as Sammy does well into your 70s as Sammy is. You know the secret now, so you just you got to keep up with Sammy and and guys like Mike Anthony on the drinking department. I guess that's what you you got to do. It's hard to do it. but That's that's
1: <laughs> right, that's right, that's right. We had so much fun. Man, he called me out on stage one time when they were doing the uh, um, Come on, baby, finish what you start. Yes. You know that Halen song? You know, I love, I love it. We got out there and we're all singing it and everything like that. Just the fun never stops when you're around Sam.
2: Well, Jack, I know it's important for for Night Rangers. You guys continue on and you make new music together. You uh, 2017. It's hard to believe it's been two years since you did uh, "Don't Let Up," which to me, we had Brad on about that time. And to, to think back to that album, it was such a just in your face summer fun rock album and to see what you guys were able to do with that album was incredible Um, just kind of reflect back onto that album and uh, now that it's been two years and looking into the future kind of plans for maybe new music or what are your thoughts on that?
1: Well you know what I mean there's always going to be music floating around in the heads of the guys in Night Ranger and there'll always be music that we'll play and and always create and you know we have a philosophy that you know, once you stop creating that's when you start dying inside you know what I mean? Yeah and I mean it's just We're just going to keep rocking and keep creating new music and create, you know, keep doing it and doing it and doing it. Because that's how you keep that's how you keep alive that's how you keep it's like a shark when sharks stop swimming they die you know what i mean with us with night ranger we stop creating and that's when the whole thing will just come to a screeching halt so in the meantime we're just going to keep you know writing songs getting ideas together putting ideas together putting songs together doing it and and when we feel like we got the right move we got the right motive we got the right feeling and everything like that then we'll maybe go in and cut another record but until then we're just going to keep um we're just going to keep touring and rocking and
2: doing what we're doing. You know, before we let you go, Jack, you know, I've seen you guys before and I, I, I love, you know, something that I love is just, you know, when you, when you hear the fans reaction, you see people's faces when they hear certain songs. And there's some artists that maybe kind of deviate from from some of their biggest hits and then they kind of see them as a crutch that they have to play. But for you guys, uh, you know, night in and night out, when you're doing You Can Still Rock in an America and Sister Christian and songs like that, does, does it just... And, I mean, I would never say it, it ever gets old, but you look out there and you see the reactions. Is that what keeps you keeps you going, keeps these songs alive, just seeing how people react to, to hearing their favorite songs live? It's just got to be an incredible feeling.
1: Well, you know, when you're sitting there and 10,000, you know, you hit the first notes of, of the piano of Sister Christian or I Announcement or something like that, and, the, you know, 10,000 people just come completely unglued, and you have 10,000 people singing, you know, "Motorin" or something, you know, and singing you've got to be a jaded asshole not to like you know not to not to feel that yeah. and and so every time that happens with us it, it's just like we're playing the song for the very first time man and it's you know I got a hand I got to tell you it's the fans it's the audience it's the fans that keep us all going and that's what keeps us wanting to just play more to do more to give more it's the people and that's what we're going to do when we come to the state fair in um in um in Missouri you know this next, you know, coming up and everything like that's what we're going to do. You know, it's because of the people that are there that are coming to the show. That's why we continue to do what we do, man. And we're going to keep giving them everything we got.
2: Absolutely. And I know that, you know, it's funny because just the other night, uh, Ted Nugent was in town, saw Ted, of course, in a former bandmate of yours with Tommy Shaw and the damn Yankees. And I noticed that, you know, I'm not going to, Spoil it because you know some of our listeners may not have you know internet access, may not be able to Google set lists or something. That you know that's kind of our listenership. We love every one of them, of course, Jack. But um, <laughs> the, the, if they if they're not familiar with what you guys you know play night in and night out, you guys uh, dip into the uh, Damn Yankees uh, catalog there for for a song or so each night. Just kind of what's that what's that been like for you? Because I you know I don't know if that's something that you guys have always done, but kind of reliving that and that was such a such a wonderful two albums that you guys did together and to be able to you know go back and as Night Ranger and, and play Play uh, play a song from that. It's got to be a cool thing too.
1: Oh yeah, I mean we we you know we'll we'll throw in a you know throw in a uh, uh, you can um, uh, like a high enough. We'll put in maybe high enough. We'll do coming of age. You know we'll throw in a few of those kind of gems. And because you know the Yankees aren't playing, and we played um, um about a week and a half, two weeks ago I think it was. We played with sticks. We played a show with sticks. Yeah. And Tommy came out and Tommy it was in Sacramento, California. And, and Tommy came out and started strumming the guitar and we did high enough together, and I'm telling you, I mean, there was like about 8,000 people out there that went absolutely, completely nuts. I mean, it was really, you know, there you go, there's your damn, half reunion. (laughs) So, (laughs) yes, night ranger well we'll we'll do that we'll throw in any songs songs that, that we grew up listening to you know sometimes we throw in any you know we just we change the set every night we'll do whatever we want to do and i think that's what keeps it fresh and exciting and i think that's what the people um at the state fair are going to see when we come to missouri
2: Jack, we will see you here coming up on uh, August the 16th at the State Fair. You guys in Foreigner. Um, it's going to be a great show. Can't wait to see it. Jack, thanks so much for joining us. It's such a pleasure. First time having you on. Hopefully not the last, my friend. We'll see you here in Missouri in just uh, about a week's time, my friend.
1: You got it. I'm excited about it. We'll see you soon. Bye-bye. Take We want to see everybody, everybody out there, because rock and roll will be in full, full, full display that night.
2: Absolutely. Thanks so much. You're in uh, the central Missouri area, the Kansas City area. You want to make sure you get down to that show because that's uh, foreigners only show here in the Missouri uh, area the whole summer. So get down there and check it out. They were here at Starlight with uh, White Snake last summer, this time with Night Ranger at the Missouri State Fair. I can't put them over enough. They sound amazing. Kelly Hansen on vocals, Jeff Pilsen on bass, uh, Mick Jones still you know coming up uh, here and there on guitar, original and founding member. It's just great to get that foreigner just has that summer hard rock music vibe that you need to get through a summer man the jukebox heroes uh, from cold as ice um, double vision it's all there i want to know what love is they have the hits get out there and check them out hope you're checking out some live shows this summer and i hope that you have been out there enjoying your friends some cold beverages and just having a wonderful time of it this summer that's what it's all about that's why the summer is my favorite season as we kind of move away from it and into football season, fall, Halloween, uh, bonfires, uh, crisp, cool air, leaves falling. I'm all about that, too. You know what? Uh, at least in Missouri, we do have all four seasons. I'm not saying that's always a good thing, but, uh, you know, I guess we'll we'll let that one marinate for just a moment. But I'll tell you what. Can't thank you enough for joining us. Next week, we're going to be joined by none other than The Zombies. Uh, he is the singer of The Zombies. Colin Blundstone going to be joining us to talk about the Zombies being inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and touring with the Beach Boys, Brian Wilson here this summer. Uh, they're going to be heading over the states here in August. So a lot of big things coming up. We love to delve into all types of music, and certainly music from the '60s. British Invasion. The Zombies were one of the uh, you know one of the ringleaders in that, along with the Beatles, Herman's Hermits, Dave Clark Five, the Yardbirds, Birds. You know the names. Uh, the Zombies, such an influential band. So. Big things coming up. Thank you for so much for joining me here on the Music Media Podcast. We are coming at you again next week with another big interview. Always great to catch up with our friend Jeff Pilson from Foreigner. We can't wait to see them August 16th here at the Missouri State Fair in Sedalia.